Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Comedy Soundwave. I've just got some uh, live shows to plug, and then we'll get into the show. On Monday, February 15th at 9pm at Stageworks, it's the People's Non-Binding Arbitration. And that's located at Stageworks, 446 Valencia Street. If you've got some issues with a friend, bring them on down to the show and we'll have them resolved by the improv troupe Ukakwa. It's kind of like the, the People's Court meets improv. And then Thursday, February 18th at 10.30pm at Piano Fight at 144 Taylor Street, it's the Piano Fight Improv Showcase featuring original jokes and two other teams opening for them. So it's one hour, three teams. And then, on February 23rd, and that's a Tuesday, it's Machete. Cats can't even break the internet. You won't believe what happens next. And that's at 8pm, Tuesday, February 23rd. It's a happy-go-lucky, fun-time extravagance hour that incorporates short and long-form elements in a loving parody of millennial culture. This show is 60 minutes that will restore your faith in humanity. You won't believe what happens at 3.04. All right, everybody, you know where all these live shows are happening now, so let's sit back, relax, and let's jump into the comedy sound Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Comedy Soundwave. I'm Mr. Derek Magnuson, and with me today, I've got Nick Nelson. Hey Derek. How's it going? It's going all right. How are you doing? All right. And we've got Tess Menzies. Tess Menzies. All right. Hello. How are you all doing? Doing pretty good, yeah. Doing good? It's good to be here. Good. Yeah. It's on Comedy Soundwave. First episode of 2016. That's right. It's the first episode of 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's February now, so... <laughs> It's been a while <laughs> since the New Year's. Do you have like resolutions for this year? Any? I had some resolutions. You had? So you already gave them up? <laughs> well, it was to stop drinking, but I've already broken that. Okay. Yeah. And to make more money. You can still do that. Right? I can still do that. How about you, Nick? Um, yeah, I want to stop drinking too, um, but I probably won't do that. Um, I think I also want to... Um, Start exercising. I think that's a good one. Yeah, that's always a good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any resolutions? You, you got any New Year's resolutions? I don't really like to make resolutions because I don't feel like people stick to them. Yeah, it just true. seems like I'm starting off the year lying to myself. So that's never a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're resolved not to lie to yourself. Yeah, and I have been successful so far. I think. Fantastic. (laughs) You're winning. That's good. So, um, it's uh, still winter here in the city. It does that, right? It takes a while for winter to go away. Yeah, it was just Groundhog's Day last week. What did the groundhog say? I think he said spring is coming early. 
That's good. That's good. I yeah. felt it today. It was we went nice outside today. Out. It was nice. Yeah. We came outside to come here. You were inside all day? <laughs> was it like a TV day? Or? I don't know. I just didn't feel like embracing the day yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm here now. That's I awesome. got out eventually. Do you think that like the groundhog feels that sometimes? Like he comes out and he's like, he's hoping spring is going to be delayed so he doesn't have to really Oh yeah, outside. definitely. He's probably just thinking, I, man, I got to do this every year. Yeah. Can I just be nice out when I get out? He gets out and he's got to wear that big furry coat. For, oh, he doesn't normally wear that. No, he takes it off. He lives underground. He's got different coats. He hangs that in the closet. Hangs out of the closet wow. down underground. You'd think like PETA would have something to say to him. Like, PETA probably has a lot to say about it, about, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that groundhog always wearing fur? <laughs> Somebody should stop yeah. it. Somebody and should. is it groundhog fur? Like, what animal did the groundhog kill to get its coat? <laughs> To kill another groundhog? <laughs> yeah. Would, would there still be PETA if no animals had fur? Yeah, because there's like leather. Oh, yeah. There so it, animals had no fur and no skin. And no meat. And no meat. <laughs> <laughs> then there'd be no PETA. <laughs> if they were basically this like abstract concept, yeah. then PETA would have no purpose. Yeah. There's no like equivalent of PETA for like, like ghosts. <laughs> Like ghost There pita. should be. For ghost PETA? Or were they people for the ethical treatment of ghosts? The ethical treatment, they'd be like ethical. against exorcisms. <laughs> and yeah. And why, are you, yeah why, are you, why are you exercising demons that have a right to be in a body as much as our soul has a right to be in right. a body? Or like trying to get the spirits out of your haunted house. They're like, they live here too. Right. I, it's... It's so, right. Occupy this haunted house. Yeah, nobody would be like, they would support, like today at least, nobody would support like exercising natives from their homeland. And that's right. what a ghost that's haunting a house is technically a native. That's right. They die in that house. They die Maybe. in that house. They're probably like brutally murdered in that house. And that Yo, would give you yeah. more rights than anybody to be in that house. Yeah, it'd be a martyr, ghost. What if any house, if somebody was murdered in it, was it off the market permanently? And it was just kind of like this house was just like. Would it be destroyed or would it just sit there? No, it would have to sit there because. Oh, because now the spirit, the spirit is owns there. or like lives yeah. there. Yeah, no taxes or anything. Just lives there. Just. <laughs> yeah. There'd probably be less murder because people wouldn't want to drive up to housing costs. Yeah, I don't think right. that murderers like consider housing costs before they kill somebody, but you never know. <laughs> no, yeah, right. There's, but but there's like a subset of people that are are practical about murder. Most people are like, like. Pa passionate and like like emo Like you've seen House of Cards, right? Like the, right. The Kevin Spacey's He's character, he would be one. Like I can't can't push you in front of a train because I'm worried about yeah. the housing, housing or the subway prices would... going up. <laughs> yeah, nobody would be able to use the subway anymore. Right. It would shut down the subway permanently if it... Okay, somebody died from the subway. Okay. This every, is their subway now. Every subway system would not be functioning. Well, I think over time people would, wouldn't be killing people in a subway because they'd be like, I want to get around the city. Would suicides count the same way? Because 
I don't know. That's a totally different. That is a totally different thing. Like I think suicide sites should be different. Like um, I think yeah, if you if if you're a spirit from a suicide, you should be like okay. This is about. where PETA for spirits is going to come in because now you're trying to discriminate against suicide spirits. Right, and they they kill themselves, and so they should have some rights. And they could just they could keep the same name. Just have it be for the ethical treatment of aberrations. Yeah. <laughs> ab- ab- like, oh, like aborigines? No, like aberrations. Like abortions? Ghosts. No, not abortions. <laughs> abortion. Do an abortions count also? An abor- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I using that word correctly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once, yeah, if you have an abortion, then, and, and then. You, the fetus haunts you. <laughs> the fetus haunts you. You can't have any kids. Oh, right. This is getting dark. Like, yeah, we're, uh, why don't we take a quick break? <laughs> we'll go out into the sunlight and we'll be right back with more Comedy Soundwave right after this. Does your baby have boring fingers? Is your baby afraid of their fingernails in social settings? Does your baby have an artistic talent that is ready to be explored? And we have the product for you. It's available your local grocery store and other major retailers. Tyco Baby Nail Polish. Polish. Tyco Nail Polish. It's not as toxic. It's okay if they eat it. It comes in three different colors. Black. Blood red. And clear. Next time you're out pushing your stroller, people will say, My, look at that baby's fingers. They are quite luminous. And you'll be proud to say, Oh my god, thank you so much. It's Tyco Baby Nail Polish. Tyco Baby Nail Polish. I'm in advertising. You know my name is Rick. And I am really groovy. Because I am not a brick. I still sell you stuff. Stuff that you don't need. Because I have one motivation, and that's massive greed. Got to pay your taxes to the government. Because you know each dollar is so very well spent. You have got to pay them, but here's a little switch. I never pay my taxes because I am so rich. Hey, cats and kittens. It's Greg Proops, and you're digging comedy sound wave with Derek all day long. And we're back with more Comedy Soundwave. And I'm uh, Mr. Derek Magnuson, and I'm here with uh, Nick Nelson. Hey, hey, hey. And Tess Menzies. Hello. So, uh, guys, you guys uh, and lady, you do uh, improv here in the city, right? Yes, we do. Yep, yep. It's a lot of fun, right? I, yeah, I enjoy it a lot, yeah. Super fun, yeah. yes. Uh, got any upcoming shows? We do, yeah. Tess and I are on a show this coming Monday night. Um, people's non-binding arbitration at Stageworks at the people's p- non-binding arbitration. The people's non-binding arbitration. Oh right. When can I catch that? When? Yeah. Mondays, 9 p.m. Uh, every other Monday. So this Monday, which is the 15th, and it's a holiday. So make your holiday good. That's right. It's President's Day. So well, that's what it is, right? Dress up as. Your favorite president. What's your favorite president, Derek? My favorite president is Barack Obama. Really? Yeah. Do you have a favorite president? Um, maybe FDR. 
FDR is a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like Calvin Coolidge. Oh yeah, he was so cool. It was yeah. in his name. It was. <laughs> Makes me think of Snoopy for some reason. Joe Cool. Oh, Joe Cool. Yeah. Joe Coolidge. <laughs> that's right. It was Calvin Joe Coolidge. All right. Cool. Well. That sounds like it's going to be a fun show. It's a great show, yeah. Everybody should catch it. Especially if you have an argument yeah. with a loved one. Loved one. Lover's quarrel. Yeah. Right after Valentine's Day. And we'll help resolve it. Somebody has to win in every argument. That's and right. we'll help you find a winner. Oh, that's good to hear. Because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people out there with issues. Yeah, there's in the U.S. There's probably 350 million people. I think that's about. That's very. It sounds very accurate. Yeah, probably all have some sort of issue. We should all come to our show. Definitely, just fit everyone into that theater. <laughs> Solve all your problems. Sweet, wow, that is fantastic. Um, Tess has another show. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. I do have another show coming up. It is on. Tuesday, February 23rd at 8 p.m. at Stageworks. It's a Machete Cats show, and it's called Machete Cats Can't Even Break the Internet. You won't believe what happens next. Oh, wow. That sounds so cool. That's an exciting name. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. When's that? Is it Tuesday. Tuesday, right. February 23rd at 8 p.m. at Stageworks. All right. Oh, um, cats. That just remind me of... I forgot to feed my cat. Oh, your cats? Your pet cats? Yeah. Okay, well... Do you um, need me to come help you, Nick? It's Somebody has to hold the cats while I put down the cat dish. I oh. can... I can hold the cats. Are you okay here by yourself? Yeah, uh, I'll be fine here by myself, uh, guys. Uh, why don't you take care of that? Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, well, um, thanks for having us. I'm glad you guys could stop by. It's just having, really a, appreciate it. having a pet... There's yeah. responsibility. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Cat's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Well, uh, Nick and Tess are stepping out for a moment, so I'm just going to tell you about this other upcoming show that I've got. It's uh, this uh, Thursday here at uh, Piano Fight at 144 Taylor Street. You can see the uh, Piano Fight Improv Showcase, and that's going to be at uh, 10.30 on Thursday night. Yeah. And they're both out of there. I'm so, oh, someone just came in. Thank goodness. Hello. Hey. How's it going? It's me, Leo Sprawls. How's it going? Leo Sprawls? What? I haven't seen you since the... Um, 1984? That's right, 1984. The LA Olympics. The LA Olympics. How could I forget? Oh, my God, there was... You had the uh, the javelin throw? That's right, Leo Sprawls and his javelin. Leo Sprawls and... <laughs> And you were just a toddler. I was just a toddler. Yeah, and every uh, year, at least for three years, I came to visit you with my javelin. That's right. You used to uh, throw it around in the backyard, yeah. and it was just like you would just like hit the tree. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still really sorry about Charlie. He well, must have been a good Springer Spaniel. Yeah, well, we, we, we got another dog, but... You moved it was on. it was pretty devastating. It's important to move on. That's right. That's what I say. So that's your catchphrase. It's it says it on your shirt. It's important to move on. Yes. Leo sprawls. Uh, what what have I walked into here? Oh, uh, hello. He- hello. Uh, my name is uh, Georgia Buckets. Uh, 
Georgia Buckets. George, Georgia George Buckets, Buckets, of course, from... Uh, from from the Buckets family. From the Buckets family. From the Buckets family? The legendary Buckets family? Yes, the uh, the creators of fine popcorn, yes. Oh, the popcorn bucket. Like the, the Cheezo bucket? The, no, the uh, Buckets bucket. We are not the Cheezo family, uh, oh, but... Okay. Well, I'm glad you could stop by here on Comedy Soundwave. Oh. Did you uh, bring any buckets with you? Uh, no, I just uh, stumbled along. I saw an open seat. I thought I could maybe... Well, of course. Yeah, yeah we have a... Welcome, right? Everyone's welcome here on just, Comedy Soundwave. We have an open door policy. You're free to come whenever you want. So, Derek, um, are you ready for the upcoming Olympics? Have you oh, been training? Yeah, I sure have been. I've been working on my javelin throw. Just like you, just like you, the legend. I'm really excited. Yeah, I've been uh, tossing around the backyard. Carefully, of carefully, course. of course, looking out for the new, looking out for the new dogs. <laughs> new, how what? many new dogs do you have now? We've got two. Two dogs. Just in case one of them gets it's skewered. It's always good to have a backup. Right. It's always good to have a backup. <laughs> yes, thank you, Miss Buckets. <laughs> Mrs. Buckets. Ms. Buckets. Ms. Buckets. I didn't I, have a backup. So. I can't believe a woman like you is, is flying solo. Well, you know, it is uh, difficult times here in San Francisco. It's uh, indeed. Difficult times to find a man. Oh, I cannot believe a woman like you, Ms. Buckets, would have oh. a hard time. There, there could be one man in a city of a million, and I'm sure that man would fall for your buckets. That's right. Well, you know, uh, not, not everybody is interested in buckets, but that is, that is rather kind of you. Uh, so what are the people who are anti-buckets? Well, I don't know. I, I, I assume so, since I haven't found a man. I, I don't know. Oh. Do you advertise your buckets? I advertise all of my buckets. It's very important that you let people know that you're a provider of buckets. Of many, many sorts of buckets. What's your best-selling bucket? Yes, we would all like to know. The, uh, the rainbow bucket. Rainbow popcorn. The rainbow popcorn bucket, So red would be cherry? Yes. Orange would be orange? Yellow would be... Cantaloupe. Or just cantaloupe. Yes. That's a surprise to me. Yellow be lemon? Yes. Okay. Green would be lime? Yes. All right. Uh, Blue would be blueberry? Yes. Indigo would be uh, salty? No, no, no salty. A boysenberry. Boysenberry, uh, boysenberry, of course. Yeah. And then we have violet. Violet, of course, would be grape. Grape. Yes. All right. Man, we're just nailing all this. I'm excited to try this rainbow bucket. So you advertise these rainbow buckets, and the people come, come in like. In herds. in herds, herds of people just coming for my rainbow buckets. I bet. Yeah. Uh, we do have other buckets as well, uh, just in case you aren't interested in fruit flavored popcorn. I'm interested in all types of popcorn. Yes, we, yes. we also Indeed. have our uh, casserole flavored popcorn. Casserole. 
So it's got some mm. beef. Uh, yes, beef, green, green beans. And cheese? Uh, lots of cheese. And some salty, right? Uh, some salty uh, onion crisps. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes, right, right over that popcorn, right in the bucket, and we shake it all up. Ooh, right in the bucket. That sounds good. Is that your catchphrase? Shake it all up or right in the bucket? Right in the bucket. They're both our catchphrase. So. Yes. <laughs> shake it all up, right in the bucket. And I'm, I'm sure Buckets. that yeah. those target different markets, both those catchphrases. Yeah, you you get the people who um, Shake, enjoy shaking like babies, babies, the baby shakers. The, they are a one of our target audiences. Shouldn't shake the baby. I'm not. I'm I'm saying everybody wants to shake a baby, but instead you get to shake popcorn. Yeah, they don't necessarily shake a baby. They want to shake a baby. Oh, instead, okay, get it. Yeah, you shake the popcorn. We give them an outlet for their. Anger. It's oh, a beautiful well, that, thing. That Everybody is, deserves it. Quite beautiful. This reminds me of a story. This is how I got into being a javelin thrower. Oh yes, yes. because of a baby. No, my father. Oh. I hated my father, and every day I would fantasize about killing my father, about taking. We had one of those, uh, re- those pokers by the fireplace. Okay. And I envisioned throwing that poker across our living room. While he's watching Archie Bunker and have it slide through his forehead. And one day I told my mother about this fantasy I had, and she said, She said, Leo, I, I had the I had the same fantasy. And then she took me in the backyard, and in the shed she pulled out a javelin. And she said, Every night after you go to bed, Leo, I come in the backyard and I throw this right. javelin. She handed me that javelin, and ever since. Every night, I'm throwing the javelin in the backyard. Wow. That's quite an amazing story. It's a great story. That's how you became... You just imagine your father there every time you throw it. I think every artist, they need an out... There are people looking for an outlet, right? That's right. What's your outlet, Derek? My outlet is comedy, like making people laugh. My outlet is popcorn and coming up with new and exciting flavors for our customers. How many flavors do you come up with a year? I come up with a new flavor every week. Wow. Every week? Yes. So how many flavors? You came up with 52 flavors last year? Yes. We're like the Baskin Robbins of popcorn. Ooh. So there's like Rocky Road popcorn? Of course. Mint chocolate chip. I love mint chocolate chip. That's my favorite. Yes, me too. I can't wait to try this bucket, mint chocolate chip bucket. And it's great because you get the popcorn and the flavor comes separately in a little in a little bag, and you get to pour that on and you just shake, shake it, it up. Yes, flavor bags. You know what else has flavor bags? What, what Joe? Top Ramen. That's what I was gonna say. That's, That's right. where I got the idea. Get out of town. What? Yeah. You like Top Ramen too? And I especially like to eat it dry, like pouring the flavor packet right on those noodles and shaking it up, and it, it just gives me so much joy. Miss um, Buckets, wow. you're blowing my mind. I've never met somebody that loves the same thing as me. <sighs> my God. <laughs> wow. I'm so happy we met. I'm so happy we met too, Miss Buckets. I'm so happy that I just stumbled across this room and 
decided to come in and take a seat. Oh man, we're so glad you came in. Stop by on Comedy Soundwave. Tell us all about these buckets. Derek, I think you made a love connection today. I think so. I didn't Whether realize you tried to or not. This is a matchmaking show. I would have come sooner. It seems, to, it seems to happen all the time on this show. All the time? All the time. Your magic, Derek. It's a matchmaking show. So um, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Comedy Soundwave right after this. Do you like to eat popcorn every day of the week? Then come on over to Miss Bucket's house for a special treat. Miss Bucket's, Miss Bucket's, Miss Bucket's, Miss Bucket's. You'll never miss a special treat. A different flavor every week. Shake it up, 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 popcorn. Miss Bucket's popcorn, available in so many flavors. Every flavor. Imaginable, like Baskin Robbins, a new flavor every week. Hey, I'm Rob Reddy of the Born Ready Podcast and Piano Fight, and you're listening to Comedy Soundwave. Fucking listen to that shit. Keep listening to it. Don't be dicks. Just keep listening. Hey, have fun, everybody. Good night. That's a good tune. It is a very good tune. It's uh, it's uh, very memorable. And really catchy. I'll never forget it. That's right. I'll never forget it. Never forget. Comedy Soundwave. So, Derry, how how do you find time to be a Olympic training athlete, comedian, a man? Well, the secret is I don't sleep. Don't sleep. I wow. For, the last three years. for three years, you have not slept. So I'm very tired. Lots of cocaine. Yes. Oh. Lots of cocaine. Oh, you got to be careful about that. I learned the hard way in the 1980 Olympics. I know. Didn't qualify. I know. I got to really watch my uh, heart rate these days. Do you watch your heart rate? While training to be a javelin thrower. That's right. Training to be a javelin thrower. And a full-time comedian. Full-time comedian and man. And a man. Busy my family. Being a man would be very hard work. 
Well, I would say being a Miss Buckets would be very hard work. Well, I wouldn't, I don't know. It's the only life that I know. There's got to be days where you're like, this is hard work, coming up with a flavor every week. Well, I find inspiration in the clouds and in the people passing by. So you spend a good portion of your day staring at people passing by? Peaceful and people. You know about Peasel. I do. Peasel. My favorite poet, Peasel. Yeah. What's your favorite Peasel poem? Oh, it's... Oh my god. Oh, I love that one. Uh, it's Ode to a Tadpole. Yes. Oh, I you, know that one. This is perfect. Um, and forgive my memory if I get it wrong. It goes, Someday you will leap, but for now you will swim. Someday you will croak, but for now... You're slimy. Someday your eyes will open onto a sky above, but tadpole, 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 let this moment be now. That was wonderful. I'm glad I remembered it right. My favorite is crumb on a stovetop, a memory of what once was a memory of a meal, of a event, of a party, now reduced to a crumb on a stovetop. Oh, Leo. I'm sorry, I should be more in control of my emotions. I'm sorry, Miss Buckets. It's a beautiful poem. I feel the same way. Peaceful. He's a great man. Yeah, rest in peace. You know, it was actually Fiesel's, uh, um, uh grandson. He has, uh, raises dogs. He re- Fiesel's grandson raises dogs. And you happen to know him? Well, I happen to know of him as we, that's where I got my new dogs. From the Fiesel's Samuel Fiesel's pet place. Samuel Peasel's pet place. I haven't been there yet. Oh, he's got so many dogs. Only dogs or Only pets dogs. of all variety? Only dogs. I see. It sounds like he was thinking of expanding when he named his place Pet's Place. It's, instead of just Dog's Place. Oh. oh, like pet, like petting. Leo, what's what's your favorite dog to pet? I have a, I, I like most terriers. Most of them, most not of all. Them. Uh, there's one terrier I'm not a fan of. That's the Scottish terrier, hmm. and it has nothing to do with the people of Scotland because people of Scotland are beautiful people. That's right. I enjoy everything about. The land of Scotland, but Scottish terriers are just plain old-fashioned ankle biters, and I never want to see one again. Did you have a negative experience with a Scottish terrier? 
Leo? I, I did. Well, I happen to be training, and, and you know, um, Derek, when I train, I like to, um, I like to tie um, ground beef to my feet, just as added weight while I'm running. And for about, right, and and normally I'll run through Golden Gate Park, and there'll be no problem. But one day there was four Scottish Terriers wearing their kilt-like collars, and they just went at me, and I, they just chewed up my ankles. I almost had to have my feet amputated. Oh my God, that would be a traumatizing experience, and I'm yeah. so happy that you made it through. I'm happy to be here today without the aid of a wheelchair. Not that I have anything against handicapped people that happen to use wheelchairs. It's just I'm happy to have my feet. Absolutely. And, and Derek, um, yes, Leo. I'm glad you have dogs, and I hope none of them are Scottish Terriers. Oh, no, they're both pit bulls. Pit bulls are good dogs, good with children, good with people of all kinds. Good. Just be like you, the legend. Because it's not all about distance. It's also about accuracy. It's good to have a lot of dogs around. It teaches you aim. There are frequently dogs running around at the Olympics as well, so you just you have to be, know what you're going to be up against. That's right. It gives you realistic training. A lot of people like to train in a vacuum, or what I call a vacuum, which is an environment free of dogs or any other sort of obstacles. But it's important to train with obstacles, dogs or women or children, when you're throwing javelins. Children just run everywhere at the Olympics. I remember the incident of 1974 when that child ran out into the gymnastics stadium and that gymnast was trying to stick her landing and she stuck it right through his head. That was tragic. And you know what the problem was? None of those gymnasts practice with children. Exactly. You should always have children running around your gym. It's the safest way to practice. So don't have a nursery. Make sure it's a free-range gym. Absolutely. Children should not be kept in pens. Nope. At least not for the Olympic purposes. Yes. Yes, PTAC. I am an avid member of PTAC. I donate to them yearly. Um, A lot of the profits from my buckets go to PTAC. Oh, wow. You truly love your buckets. They do. So me and PTAC have a kind of a hate-love relationship. I support most of their ideas, but I really don't understand why I can't have baby teeth jewelry. Like, it's not like it hurts the baby because they're going to be getting rid of these baby teeth anyways, right? I think it just matters if the baby teeth have been ethically sourced or not. Because there's some countries where babies are born and their teeth are just ripped from their mouths before they even have the chance to use them. And I just think that maybe as long as the baby teeth get, you know, a full life's work, 
then then no, it's okay. I agree with you, Georgia. May I, I? I don't think I can. Can I call you Georgia? You can call me whatever you want, Leo. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> oh, I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> I got caught up. We're talking about uh, target practice with children. Has anybody has anybody told you that your eyes glimmer like like ro- a like caramel in a rocky road mix of of ice cream yes you've heard that before uh my mother used to say that all the time your mother was a wonderful lady is your mother still alive no i'm sorry but i'm happy that you told me that it's been a while since i've heard that so thank you i'm i'm just so surprised that you don't hear these things more often well i'm i'm mostly focused on my buckets and um, the great, great poet, uh, P. Peevil, Peasel. Peasel. Sorry, Peevil is, this is the rapper I like. Uh, I've been listening oh, to. you like Peevil? I love Peevil. MC Peevil. I love Peevil. Oh, right. MC Peevil. MC Peevil. That's where it's at. And his, his latest hip-hop song. I've been listening to it all the time. Don't eat dinner when there's dinner on a plate. I love that song. Yeah. That is my jam right now. Oh. Don't eat dinner with a plate. That's right. Have you heard this song, Derek? Yes, I've heard of it. It's the jam right now. They're playing in all the clubs. It's the good thing to do. Yeah. Playing in the club. So, Derek, what I really came here today to ask you, though, is. Can I be your coach? Of course, Leo. Of course. I've been so nervous to ask. Like I, he's no nervous. He's I, a legend. You've just been advancing on your own so well that I, I was afraid you didn't need a coach. But I'd be honored if you could coach me. I'd be honored to coach you, oh, wow. Derek. Perfect. And and if you don't mind, I'm going to bring over my own dogs. Your own dogs? All fifteen of them? All fifteen. All right. Hound dogs. Hound dogs. Basset hounds. Howlers, howling dogs, the hounds of Baskerville. They'll be all over the backyard. They get along well with all types of dogs. Right. So, Miss Baskets, well, what is the flavor of the week this week? <laughs> buckets. Did I call you Miss Baskets? Yes, but it's it's okay, Leo, if you have a Miss Baskets in your life. No, I, no, I understand. It, it isn't. I was just <laughs> thinking of Hounds of the Baskerville, and I, I had baskets in my head. And, and Miss Buckets, please don't be offended. I just... It's fine. It's, oh, it's I okay, blew it. Leo. I knew it's I okay, blew Leo. It. I, I always blow it. I meet a beautiful woman. I fall in love, and I say something stupid. You, you fell in love? Oh. I... I've, anyway, so the flavor this week. Um, I fell head over heels in love with you, Miss Buckets. I think I might name this week's flavor Leo. Leo. I, I've, I've never felt this way before. Are you looking forward to that flavor? I, I just don't know if I could eat it. I, I would it'd just be such an honor just to have a bucket of Leo 
that I, you would make for 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 me. I I agree, and I cannot wait to. And if I could make a Georgia bucket, if if there was any way I could make a Georgia bucket, I would do it. Georgia bucket. Thank you, Leo. That means a lot to me. Oh. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I need to get my breath back. And we'll, we're going to resolve some things, some issues. Issues? Well, Derek, hold on a second. Oh, whoa. What, what the What's the issue? Well, we'll resolve it during the commercial break. Okay. Does your dog need to be walked? Is your dog so sad? Is your dog on Prozac? Your dog needs to get outside. That's right, San Quentin dog walkers. They're the best walkers around. They'll put a smile on your dog's face. They'll play catch with it. We only employ former San Quentin clowns. Clowns. San Quentin dog walkers. Clowns, clowns. Clowns for your dog. Hey, welcome back to Comedy Soundwave. Um, I'm Mr. Derek Magnuson, and you look who we've got back. We've got Nick Nelson. Hello, hello. And Tess Menzies. Hello. And we've got a new guest, Colin Holtz. Hi. Hey, Hi. Colin. How's it going, Colin? Uh, it's going great. I'm glad I found you. Got any uh, upcoming gigs you'd like to promote or plug? Or? Um, not really. <laughs> you know what? Okay. I did get this gem on the way. He's pulling out a book. From his jacket pocket. Oh wow, this is so cool! It's uh, so on the car ride over here. I was um, I, I did a lift line, so I was with two strangers, and then the there were two two young ladies, and they were talking about relationships, and the driver was playing like romance songs. Romance songs. Yeah, like is really it? slow, smooth romance songs. Oh yeah. And I couldn't stop just laughing to myself. This, <laughs> so I wrote down some of the lyrics. Wait, uh, all of my life, looking back as lovers go walking past, something's telling me it might be you. So many dreams to make, so much love to make, baby, all we need is time. That's, those are all the lyrics I got. Ooh, that's beautiful. I'm sweating. Wow. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> This is a perfect song to share with two strangers. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. Happier. You couldn't be happier? I couldn't be happier about it. All right, <laughs> sweet. So, uh, got any plans for President's Day? Uh, uh, I'll probably be working. All right. <laughs> do you have a, f- we, we, we already <clears throat> said ours, but do you have a favorite president? Do I have a favorite president? Oh, yeah. Wasn't there a president that died from drinking uh, milk and eating cherries or something like that? 
Was it Taft? I think it was. I don't know. He got stuck in a bathtub. Was that the same guy? Yeah. He got stuck, stuck in a bathtub. Stuck in a bathtub <laughs> with milk and cherries. I think it's Taft. But is it, that what they named Taft? Are you not like a tailor? Yeah. <laughs> they named Taft yeah. after him. If <clears throat> yeah. only he was more malleable. <laughs> <laughs> Can you die from eating milk and cherries? I don't know. Like it was a, supposed to be some bacterial combination, so it was probably like unpasteurized milk, right? And then yeah, if he was one of the older ones, yeah, maybe he like choked on a cherry pit. <laughs> oh, wow. and it was like I'll wash this down with milk. Oh yeah. wait, this is unpasteurized milk. They haven't invented pasteurization yet. Oh. I'm drowning. <laughs> and he's in a bathtub. <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep now in all this milk. <laughs> I'm never going to wake up. <laughs> it's a good president. That'd be, that'd make a good movie. There's <laughs> a president stuck in a bathtub. Two hours. Milk and eating yes. I can see that like as a, a Ulysses tale. Like, the, the, like it's Taft's whole day and then it ends with them eating cherries and then and then like taking a bath. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Sorry. Derek, I'm dangling. It's been a hard day on the battlefield. Hard day. Hard day on the battlefield? That's that's what that's a line from from the movie about Taft, mm-hmm. if if it was ever made. Hard day on the battlefield. Be like the opening line of the trailer. Yeah. And you could adapt the Beatles song, right? A hard day's night. Hard day's <laughs> battlefield. <laughs> it's been it's a hard working. day's <laughs> battlefield. <laughs> been working like a dog. <laughs> Bark. <laughs> woof woof. <laughs> um, um, so, uh, Colin. Yes, sir. Um, so it's good to have you here on Comedy Soundwave. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, have you ever... Have any pets growing up? I did. They all died. Oh. <laughs> all of them. Eventually. Yeah. Did you avenge each one of their deaths? Uh, yeah. My the, <laughs> well, you know, as much as I could. I had a cat, and then it kept clawing up my grandma's screen, so we had to give it away to my cousin's farm, where it was trampled by cattle, and I've eaten a lot of hamburgers, so. I have to, so I've probably helped avenge your cat. <laughs> Did it, re- is it really got trampled by cat? Apparently. And oh. that's how they broke it to me. I was like nine years old or something. Oh. I was like, where's my cat? Sit down. Yeah, I know. I, I lost <laughs> one of mine when an Olympic uh, athlete threw a javelin at them in my backyard. <laughs> that's, that's a tragic thing. Yeah. yeah. It was a sad day. I think, I think like every successful athlete... Like whether it's like Bo Jackson or Mark McGuire or Michael Jordan, in their early youth, like while they're growing up, they lost a pet, and that was that's been the motivation for most of their like. I'm doing this for you, Fluffy. That's right. I think that's the key. So, if when I have kids, like, I think it's really important that they lose a pet somehow. Kill them on purpose. I wouldn't say that. I would just right. put them in precarious situations, <laughs> like it's, near a lot of cattle. Uh, near a lot of cattle. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna take our cat to the farm today. <laughs> so you can have professional athlete children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I was watching a um, like a Discovery Channel show about like some island off of Australia where they have all these like tiger snakes, and tiger snakes are like these extremely poisonous snakes that you can die within 30 seconds to like three minutes after they bite you. Dang. And so they're interviewing this lady who had a farm, and she's like, for the last 30 years, there's been more and more tiger snakes, and it's just tragic. And they're like, well, why is it tragic? And she's like, I keep losing dogs. Oh. And then, but then she's like, well, I just keep getting new dogs. And like, <laughs> and then you see these dogs running around the farm, and you see in their eyes, like this fear that you would see in somebody like if they're on like a battlefield like these dogs look like they're like wary and like oh my god close to death yeah wow where did you say this is again somewhere in australia of course it is (laughs) australia Yeah. Nine out of ten of the most poisonous snakes are like in Australia. All of the deadly animals are there. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Like I want to go there, but I don't want to be near snakes that are poisonous. And we have massive spiders there also. Like in your house, spiders that are like the size of the palm of your hand or something. I wouldn't be able to handle that. It's like tarantulas. What, what, crawling everywhere. What's your scariest like animal moment of your life? Like, what's the scariest te- test? Like, I got chased by um, a bunch of dogs when I was um, probably eight. Oh, that's and it like scary. I was really afraid of dogs for a little while. After that, it was yeah. at my friend's house, and her mom like rescued abused Rottweilers, so they were just like generally, you know, I guess being older, I recognize their struggle but when i was eight and they were chasing me around the yard like Mm-mm. i don't know they were really scary dogs yeah they're huge too they're all muscle yeah yeah, yeah they chased me up a tree Derek, they chased you up a tree well they didn't go up the tree but i climbed up a tree to get away from them wow I remind, well i was about to tell the story about this this cat neighbor cat i was petting and it bit my hand but you're saying you climbed up a tree reminded me of like these geese around this lake oh, we were at once. Geese are evil. Oh, this just ramp, ramp, ramp. And I'm just this little kid. And they're like, I don't know, not that much. I'm only slightly taller than them, but they're like, right, there's two of them. And they're just like, ramp, 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 ramp. Like, yeah. like a snapping, yeah, snapping yeah. beak. I'm like, Ugh. They're goosing you. I'm just walking. <laughs> Well, they, luckily they didn't bite Is that me. what you told them? Like, hey, I'm just walking. Yeah, 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 I did. I did I'm say the same height. I look different than you, but I'm just walking. I'm just Some walking here. I'm just, a, I'm just taking in the glorious sight of you and all your other bird friends. And you're I, over here squawking at me like, I'm, get lost. I'm not old enough to have had foie gras yet. <laughs> just let me go. So I didn't have foie gras. It wasn't me. Colin, do you have like a scary animal? Yeah, uh, well, I was gonna say, on on that, there was this great video of this swan trying to goose a guy, and then he just grabs it by the neck and throws it in the lake. Oh wow! Yeah. Man, was so, I, I was, was like, yeah, <laughs> all right. Um, scary stories though. <clears throat> My dad's cat is a nightmare. Um, <clears throat> his girlfriend found it in a dumpster, and I was like, dude, I wish he'd left it there. 
because I hate this cat. What was his girlfriend looking in dumpsters? <laughs> was it specifically? <laughs> oh, it was, for it was a cat? mewing. It was mewing. It was a tiny little oh, baby kitten. Okay. And uh, that's a good story then. And uh, yeah, they saved it. They saved it, which is good. But I, they should have gotten rid of it. Because <laughs> um, it was just like it was mean. It didn't like kids, and I was a child, obviously. Right. And I'd go visit them, and it. Uh, would just poop and pee all over my bed and it would scratch me and I couldn't pet it and then I couldn't be in the same room as it because it's territorial. Uh, and it was a pretty cat. It was like a white cat. You wanted to pet it. Yeah. I tried a lot. They would be holding it and be like, I'll pet it. And then it, would, it just knew. It knew. Gross kid hands. It. it knew the feeling of gross kid hands. I think we all do. Yeah. <laughs> you get the most out of it when you're like at a restaurant and then like they just like slap their pancake. I used hands to work at over. this diner and whenever families came in, that was like Ugh. the worst. Kids are the amount of mess that they can make is impressive. <laughs> right. <laughs> what was the diner called? It was called the downtown diner. It was. <laughs> and this is in Arizona? <laughs> yeah, I was in Flagstaff, Arizona when I was in college. Kids are dirty. Yeah, they can they just put their hands, prints everywhere, knocking plates over. Some of them are polite, Opa. though. Yeah, Opa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cheers the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Now someone's going to trip and fall <laughs> on that glass. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be pretty. Did you guys have any shitty jobs growing up? <laughs> My first job was uh, working at a deli. That's cool. Um, that's shitty? cool. <laughs> How many shitty? jobs have you had? How many jobs have you had, though? Like professional jobs, just like jobs, like things that you did that you were you had to fill out. You got a W two for oh one of those I things. Don't know. Okay. Like I had quite a few like part time jobs. jobs. Yeah, yeah. What about you? I've only had three. I've only worked at three places. Wow, it's got to be more than eight for me. Yeah, yeah. All right, how many times have you had sex? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> Alright. We'll be back with more comedy sound. <laughs> Wait, Derek, I want to know. After the calculations. After this. <laughs> Are you tired of watching ghost shows where they just provoke spirits over and over and over again? The spirits were there first. It's not their fault. Do you believe that if somebody dies in a house, it's still theirs for eternity? I hear knocks noises around my house. And I don't know where they're coming from. We're going to get you. And I hear these voices too. I don't understand. Come on out, spirits. Where are you? Are you scared? Make a noise if you understand what I'm saying. I want my house back. How can this not be my house anymore? If only there was somebody fighting for our rights. That's right, and that's why there's PETA. PETA! People for the Ethical Treatment of Aberrations. PETA! Please donate. 
at least $5 to our campaign. Anybody have rights, dead or alive? If your house is haunted, just think of who used to be there. Peter! tote bag with our logo emblazed on the side of it. Hey everybody, welcome back to uh, Comedy Soundwave. It's uh, Mr. Derek Magnuson here, and we're here with uh, Nick, Nick Nelson, Nelson, Tess Menzies, and Colin Holtz. And this is the, everyone's favorite part of the show. It's a segment, it's a game we like to call Would You Prefer? And there's a theme song. And he goes something like this. Would you prefer? Would you prefer? This or that? that? This, this or that? that? Would you prefer? Would you prefer? Would you prefer? Yeah. All right. We're now in the game zone. I love that song. And your choices. I'd have all the answers. You'll ans- ask me questions about which choice you would prefer. All right. Does that seem self-explanatory? Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're ready. All right, so your choices in this game of would you prefer is would you prefer to haunt a house after you die or be the greatest Olympic athlete of all time? I think I would definitely want to haunt a house. I don't think Tess knows the rules. I thought that we should yeah, what we preferred. No, you have to ask some questions about which scenario you would prefer because there could be some differences with what you've chosen. But could what you, if I know for a fact what I want? Well, <laughs> you don't know all the details. All right, sorry. So you have to ask. Could it? Could you choose to haunt any house? Could you pick the house you want to haunt? Or would you be assigned, <laughs> assigned a house to haunt? Uh, it's, it's a little bit of both. You have to... Uh, First, haunt the house you die in for 10 years, and then you can haunt any house you want. Yes, Colin has a question. Um, okay, so for the Olympic one, do you get to choose what event you're an athlete at, or are you just stuck in the Winter Olympics? Uh, yeah, that's actually very good of you, Colin. It's actually a little bit of both. You get to choose which uh, Olympic event you want to be in that you're the master of but it's only in the winter olympics oh well that's okay that's that's half good half good half bad um so does when you're a ghost does time pass at the same rate as when you're like alive or does time fly faster like so 10 years is like 10 minutes no no time goes about at the same speed as normal when you're an Olympic athlete. Does it require training, or am I just naturally awesome? No, you were naturally born the best Olympic athlete. I never have to practice. Ever. Never have to practice. You can just and you can eat whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, you can like sit on the couch all day eating chips. Is there a Binge limit? What? Is there a limit to how many Olympics you can participate in? Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's unlimited, but it's only the Winter Olympics. So, but. Say you Until live you for 60 years. Or 90 even. Or 90 years. And you're 30. And then you live for 60 years. You can participate in... Ford goes into 60, 15, 15 Olympics. 
Yes. All right. 15 Olympics. Wait, wait, wait. Um, yeah, 15 Winter Olympics. 15 Winter Olympics, yes. Of course, Nick. And are you charismatic and charming during this time, or are you, you just... You are people, you are very photogenic, and people cannot get enough of you. Shit. You are constantly being bothered by the paparazzi. They are stalking you outside of your house. When you die, do you become a ghost? Actually, when you die, as the, in the Olympic mm-hmm. scenario, when you die, it's actually at your 15th Winter Olympic game, and you burst into flames, like fire, into fireworks. I'm happy with that. And you're not right, a ghost. You're, you're no, there's no ghost okay. afterwards. Um, in the ghost scenario, um, are, you, are you able to like communicate with whomever you choose as a ghost, or is it more people that are sensitized to ghosts? You're able to speak with anyone you prefer, or not prefer. It's up to you. You can turn your set on and off at will. As a ghost, do I get any sort of superpowers that maybe I didn't have as a human? Other than you all, you can like phase through solid objects. Yeah. And you don't have to breathe. You don't have to eat. You. Um, Could I eat if I wanted to? You, you could try, but it would just fall right through you. Like, you like in pick Casper. Up, like in Casper, exactly like that. Can you communicate with other ghosts and have ghost friends? After the 10 years, after you've done haunted the house you died in, yeah. What if there's other ghosts? What if there's like a mass murder? Then you'd have other ghosts haunting it. Oh, yeah. Very smart of you, Tess. You found the loophole in that, yes. If you were in a mass murder, you get to hang out with a bunch of ghosts for 10 years. Who are also same, murdered. Yes. <laughs> What if, but you didn't ask what kind of state you're in mm. after that. What state are we in after that, <laughs> Derek? Well, if you were, in a, if you were, say, if you were decapitated, you're a decapitated ghost. Would you be able to carry your head around with you? You have to carry around your head. What if you died in a murder suicide, and so the person that murdered you and the house you lived in, would you be, for 10 years, you'd have to live with that person? Yes, you'd have to live with Jesus. the person who murdered you <laughs> for 10 years. I'm sure you'd find a way to pass time. <laughs> 10 years, the same rate of time that you perceive it right now. Yeah, that's a long time to be in a murder-suicide relationship. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long time to relive. You gotta find something. You gotta find some way to connect with the person that murdered you. (laughs) Right. Hey, so uh, what's your favorite movie? (laughs) Got any more questions for the Olympic situation? Uh, Yeah, what if it's the high jump and then maybe like 30 years from now or 20 years from now they decide that the high jump shouldn't be an Olympic sport anymore. Like they're like people aren't this isn't getting people to watch the olympics and they cancel the sport can you pick another sport to be a yes you can pick it you can just go into a different olympic event but only in the winter is that only if your sport gets canceled or can i pick a new sport every season oh yeah actually you know you have the option you can choose any sport you want but what? Like curling one season and then yeah than skiing or something. Skiing the next one or tobogganing. There's not that many winter sports. 
<laughs> just go between skiing so you, and you bobsled. Participate in multiple sports in the same year? Mm, no, you can't. You can only pick one. But if it gets canceled, you can just like switch over to that one. That's the only way. Can you participate with multiple countries? Only if it's their winter game? Mm-hmm. Yes. Any country. All right. So you can change your country every year? You can, yes. That was the other part of that scenario. Is you can choose, you can change your citizenship every year. That's important. So represent any country you want. That's important. Yeah, I'm glad we learned that detail. <laughs> what if you're like standing on the podium because you won and oh. and they play the wrong country's nat- national anthem oh well that that's your one weakness is you just you go so mad you just get angry you and just you walk get off the really podium. really mad okay and then you just start punching uh, people oh you Anybody that you can find, you just punch them. It's okay because you're super charismatic and people like you, and they can't get That's out. That's right. Like, oh, it's just, the camera people are coming out. They're like, "Oh my god, look at this!" Oh, like Nick. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> but the Olympics. So the only thing that can take you out after that is a SWAT team has to swoop in and take you out, uh, wow. but not kill you, just sedate you. I don't mind being sedated because you got really mad because they were playing the wrong national <laughs> anthem. Now, and, and in this Olympic scenario, what happens if you drink unpasteurized milk? Oh, it doesn't go good. I knew it. You burst into a firework. A firework. You burst into flames and become a firework. And then there's no ghost afterwards. All right. Yeah. Now, I've watched almost every Olympic um, what is it? What do you call it? Olympic? The Winter Olympic? No, Olympic event. Event? No, not events. What do you call like the Olympics every year? If you wanted to refer to them and say I watched every Olympic, you would every Olympic games. Okay. Since probably since the LA Olympics <laughs> in 1984, um, I. What if you decide you, you you don't want to be an athlete anymore? Uh, yeah, you could do that. You could decide to give up the Olympics. Could you still be a ghost? No. Damn. You still can't be a ghost, even if you go to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. You are still an incredible athlete. You're still very athletic, but... Um, then the paparazzi is going to stop following you around. You'll stop becoming famous. People will forget about you. And you'll just have a normal life. Just very charismatic still. Oh, so you and would still have your charisma? You still have your charisma, your athletic ability, but people were only... Yes. Could you be a private investigator? You could be. You have all those Winter Olympic skills. That would come in handy solving crimes. Or a bounty hunter? Yeah, you can become a bounty hunter. That's the other choice mm-hmm. in that Olympic scenario. Could you touch things as a ghost? Yes. Okay. In those ghost scenario, yes, you can touch things. People? But you can't eat, you can touch people, but you can't eat things. Okay. You can't so, so you can communicate to people and you can touch them, but you, you can't eat them. No, you can't eat people. Okay. 
Ooh, yeah. Go. You can possess people. So, if you possess somebody, would you be able to eat? Yes, you would be able to eat. Thai. That's the loophole in that. Thai food? Is that what you're going Thai. Thai, okay. <laughs> but I'll do Thai food, too. If I'm a ghost and for 10 years I haven't eaten, I probably the first thing I would eat would be Thai food. <laughs> All right, so we're going to come down to the final round of questions. All right. Any more, more questions? Tess, you get more questions so for either scenario. I get to possess people as a ghost. That means I can also leave the house as I was possessing someone. No. no. Oh, I get like, yeah, you get sucked back into the house. And even for if the it, first 10 years. For the first 10 years. But after that, you can still only do it within people's houses. Okay. Yeah. So you can't like possess campers. Yeah. That's right. What if I died in a follow-up question? What if I died in an apartment complex? Would I haunt the entire complex or just like you'd haunt the entire apartment complex? And if you're homeless? You burst into flames. Derek, so in this scenario, homeless people will never have an option to be a ghost. No, unfortunately, no. This is sad. How about you, Colin? Any follow-up questions? Both of these sound pretty good. All right. So far. Okay. Is there any pain with being a ghost? Am I in pain at any point? You don't feel any pain. Don't you don't. Any you don't feel anything. Any joy? Any happiness? You still have emotions. You just don't feel like heat or. I would consider sadness a form of pain, right? Then it becomes like a John Malkovich situation. Does the 10 years reset? You become the ghost of the person you were, uh, what was it, inhabiting, right? I forgot, possessing. You become the ghost of the person you were possessing. So you can only perceive their experience as a ghost, and you can't do anything but watch. Yeah. So you have to be careful. That's right. Don't let the person you possess die. You can you that. smoke as a ghost? Yeah, you can smoke as a ghost. Okay. Oh, that's, that gives right. me my answer. All right, then. so that closes out the round of questioning. And now you must choose which scenario you prefer. Colin. You know what? I think I'm going to have to go with... Uh, Olympic athlete. All right, we've got an Olympic athlete. For Colin, Tess? I'm sticking with the ghost. The ghost? All right, Nick. It's up to you. Yeah, no, I am definitely want to be a ghost. Up to a ghost. All right. But you Tur get to be fireworks at the end. But I can be fireworks as a ghost. <laughs> as well. You just... Possess and have them walk <laughs> into the fireplace. <laughs> oh, damn. All right, so it turns out the right scenario is the ghost scenario. All right, man. Sorry, Colin. Yeah, sorry, Colin. I didn't know I was supposed to a bit. I didn't know I was supposed to pick the right scenario. I thought I was just supposed to pick a scenario. Well, that's how we play. Would you prefer? Would you prefer? You prefer? You prefer? You prefer? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that that comes us brings us to an end of another comedy sound wave. I can't believe it's ending already. Yeah, I'm glad you could all join me on this in this comedy sound wave. Thanks for Yeah. Glad you could all join me. Thank you, Derek. Um, thank you. Any last things you'd like to plug? Any shout outs? People can find you online or 
Yeah, I want to give a shout out just to you, Derek. Oh, thank you, Nick. I, I, I think this is going to be a good year for Derek. 2016, man, yeah. The year, the year of the Derek. The year of the Derek. Right there. Marquee. <laughs> I don't. I don't know when he did this. I did. I did that to the marquee. He waved his I hands waved in hands front in of his face. And I was like, All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, thanks, Nick. Appreciate that. Yeah. What you calling? Uh, nothing. No. No. I got nothing. Should people follow you on Twitter? Um, my name's Holt? spelled weird. K O L L I N H O L T Z. It's uh, what it is on Twitter. Check out whatever. Whatever. Yep. All Check right, cool. Are you on Twitter, Tess? I am. People are welcome to follow me, but I am very inactive, so it wouldn't be that interesting. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent plugs, everyone. All right. All right, everybody. Catch you next time Catch on next Comedy Soundwave. Oh. Oh. Sound wave, come in a 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 sound w